Hi, everybody. This is The Simpsons Show. I'm Robbie with my co-host, Matt, and we are here to talk about The Simpsons from the beginning. Matt, how are you? I have lost all will to live. What are you talking about, Matt? Well, I don't know if you watched the same episode I did, but this is kind of depressing. Uh, it's not. Matt, after last week, I can't. There's no, I can't, there's no lower to go. I am, I don't know, I I'd still definitely consider Saddlesaur Galactica worse than last week. I mean, it is officially ranked lower on our list, so uh, it is sealed into history forever, obviously. But I think I just reached my limit, you know, your, uh, what, limit break, like in fighting games? Mm -hmm. It's kind of like a hit that I don't, there's nothing, there's no more. Like, I can't, you know, you, you, there's a certain rage limit where I just can't get angrier. So, like, you know, I have to, for my own peace of mind, I have to calm down a little bit. Hey, guys, we are brought to you by our supporters on Patreon. Support us by going to patreon.com slash The Simpsons Show for only $2 a month. Gain access to all of our bonus content, including weekly uh, episode reviews of new Simpsons episodes, bonus episodes, and uh, other miscellaneous stuff from time to time. A huge backlog of stuff as well from the past, like, three years. Bonus episodes to listen to if you we like. We have reviewed a lot of new episodes. We have. And uh, done bonus episodes of basically everything that we could think of that Simpsons related. And, we're st and there's still more stuff, Matt. We we just we we are just there's just always more. Always, always more. Not always good. That's the more. Simpsons motto. Uh, <laughs> always more. It, it's also the Simpsons motto. Not always good more, but there is always more. This week's episode, speaking of not always good more, is Missionary Oof. Impossible. Episode BABF10, originally aired February 20th, 2000, written by Ron Howes, directed by Stephen Dean Moore. It had a 9.8 rating, which is uh, just about 9.9 .9 million viewing households. Don't know where it placed in the in, in the context of the ratings. I'll say it finished second in the ratings for Fox that week, following Mac in the Middle. That is a guess. But that but number true. that number is roughly good for second at the time, by my context. The chalkboard gag. A belch is not an oral report. It, a belch is not an oral report. I mean, depending on what you're reporting on. If you're reporting on beer or soda, it's, you know, at least a subsection. Also, usually meant as a compliment to the chef. So, if you're a food critic, it's a good report. The couch gag. The living room is a subway station. The family seated on a bench get on the tr next train that arrives on the track and leave. It's all right. It's cute. It's, it's, it's decent. It's uh, all right. You know, I just wanted to point out for you here that uh when you said your least favorite episode of all time was in season 11 i just assumed it was this one i mean matt the beauty of season 11 is that there's a wide array of terrible episodes for us to <gasps> pick and choose and i'm that i'm uh, and when i say it was from season 11 that's from my best recollection all right i'm you know memory's fallible and people change the show hasn't changed but i've changed in the intervening years maybe i we we'll get to it. I don't this this is certainly contender for worst episode ever. Say that right away. Okay? I'm oh not, yeah. I'm definitely. not I'm not gonna try and argue otherwise. Uh the episode guest stars Betty White as herself. And frankly Really? You waste Betty White like this? I'm frank I mean, she's the only thing I think I enjoy from this episode, honestly. Yes, because she is actually great because she is she is playing like Betty White has a couple different modes. Like do you have her uh golden girls one where she's just kind of ditzy and dumb and then you have like the snarky you know mad betty white which what do we get here and i think this is my i i like this betty white a lot more because you know you don't see an old woman uh acting like that very often and betty white is so good at it, it makes it so interesting betty white's a national treasure and i hope she outlives us all um yeah 
Homer, we, we start the episode with Homer watching PBS. He is surprised as you are. You're watching PBS. You're watching PBS? Hey, I'm as surprised as you, but I've stumbled upon the most delicious British sitcom. Do shut up. It's about a hard-drinking yet loving family of soccer hooligans. If they're not having a go with a bird, they're having a row with a wanker. Cheeky. They they could not air this episode in uh, the UK. (gasps) Why is that? Because wanker is a curse word there, man. Really? Really. How did I not know that? I mean, you're not British. I guess so. So you don't you don't know about and who knows? It's all you know, different culture. You don't you don't understand. You don't see it. It's just a crazy That's word. True, but I, I I thought I knew all the crazy British uh, swears, but apparently not. I don't that again. This is just Wikipedia is telling me. Um, I'm sure British listeners could correct me if it's true or not. And I'm sure it's not like you they couldn't find it. Certainly now, it's not like oh no, and they'll never see this episode. Um, it's probably better that they wouldn't. Um, I see things online all the time about how Simpsons episodes didn't come out, you know, on the right art didn't come out overseas on the same schedule they came out here, and so the chronology is all mixed up, and so they have completely different. You know, we I think we have a very clear portrait of like oh, this is when the the show started getting bad. They didn't have as clear a portrait of that because they got episodes at different times. Um, which I think is interesting. Um, so PBS is having a they're showing a show called Do Shut Up. Uh it's a it's a British show, and uh Homer likes it because it's just people hitting each other with clubs. It's, it's a show about soccer hooligans beating each other. I mean, that's the kind of thing I would assume the current Simpson writers would really enjoy. I my I haven't watched like I don't regularly I don't watch a lot of UK shows, but most of what I watch is it's the the if it's slapstick, it's not like so bitterly violent. It's kind of just a silly violence. I don't the kind of thing that doesn't actually look like it hurts. No, it's it's this looks like it hurts a lot. Yeah, whatever. Homer and Bart both really enjoy it, but uh, they can only see more if. The PBS can raise ten thousand dollars in their pledge drive. Um, we get some. We get some Betty White uh, trying to raise some money. Not hard to see why it's England's longest running series. And today we're showing all seven episodes. Hey, what the hell's going on? If you like great PBS programs like Do Shut Up and Shut Your Gob, you'll want to support our pledge drive. Pledge drive. That's right, Betty White. Absolutely. If you watch even one second of PBS and don't contribute, you're a thief. A common thief. Okay, take it easy, Betty. Sorry, but these thieves make me so damn mad. You know who you are. Thieves! You're mad! Where's my show? And now it's time to go back to Do Shut Up. Finally! But first, with your donation, you'll receive this classic PBS tote bag. Or this umbrella, featuring a picture of our classic tote bag. And the next 20 callers will get this album of museum noises. Now your music room can sound just like the Metropolitan Museum in New York. (coughs) Outstanding. I enjoyed this is the one I think this is one scene Matt I enjoyed in this episode. <laughs> I I would wholeheartedly agree. Like, I, I think uh, Robbie did the notes for this episode. I had to put in like I really enjoyed the idea of museum noises. That sounds amazing. <laughs> I Matt I I will 
have let you know that you can find those on YouTube. You can find 10 hour. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. 10 hour I'm clips. sure now we can find those in so many places. Yes, there's I I mean, I use them. I have used those kinds of things for running online uh, RPGs because ambient world noises are useful when you want to try and set atmosphere. But this is it. it the one time I laugh is when they when they fake out Homer. And say we're about to go back to the show, and he's like, "Until," and then he goes, "Ah, oh, that made that makes me laugh. It made me laugh here again. Just that's both times it makes me laugh." And the tote bag and the umbrella with the tote bag; those are good jokes. That's good, solid gags. Um, Betty White, angry Betty White, also funny. She's angry at those thieves, <laughs> those thieves who watch PBS without and donating, without because without donating. How dare I, they? I, I don't know. I don't know if people know this, but. PBS gets us uh, at least some of its funding from taxes. So well, everyone has donated. Congratulations, Betty White. Everyone I'm, pays taxes anyway. I mean, the the don't the the amount of funding that PBS gets has never been lower. Oh no, no. I, I'm saying she's yelling at people who are are, are watching as thieves because they didn't contribute. But if you pay taxes, you paid a little bit at least. So she's very obviously wrong. So Homer just wants to see a show again and as soon as they put a number as soon as they say we just need ten thousand more dollars and we're done pledge drives over and we can just show you more tv with no commercials although there's plenty of pbs stations that show commercials um whatever homer's like oh i can fix this right now he calls donates ten thousand dollars anonymously um unfortunately it wasn't anonymously because he's signed up with some service some phone sir i don't phones I, some simply insta trace insta trace what is that i don't understand Matt. well so when you call somewhere they can know who called like you know i the wh- phone company tells you but or used to before people started spoofing phone numbers i mean i mean i understand that you want to know who's calling you but why would you put pay to send your information to other people I mean, Homer says he simply signed up with Instatrace, so maybe there wasn't a payment involved, but still, it's pretty dumb. I, it's I, I, whatever. This it's definitely not the dumbest thing in this episode. Uh, like because the next <laughs> the next thing that happens is way dumber because uh, Homer is traced and they show up at his door. Betty White and the dude hosting the show and a bunch of other people, um, random at first. Homer does not have the money and then says the bank's closed at 1215. I want to make this very perfectly clear. This is not as bad as the race car act one from last week. But <laughs> no, no, it's much closer to being a, a decent bit of, you know, it's something interesting. Essentially, it's not as bad as last week, but there is still a tremendous amount of wasted time in this. Um, I, I don't. It has some some laugh lines in it, so that's why I give it a break. But it also immediately goes into like the most cartoonish, where cartoonish chase sequence. They do not wait for the the third act to to get into a cartoonish chase sequence. Matt, they they will front load this episode with Homer going to the bank, not having money there either because he tries to rob it. Not really. He kind of just asks for the money. He's like, hey. I owe PBS $10,000. Could you loan me $10,000? Which is a decent, that's a decent gag. I like the bank tellers like, are you robbing me? He's not sure. That's, that's, it's yeah. all right. And then he runs away 
And then they have... Okay, when you think of PBS, what do we got, Matt? In the public consciousness, who do we have? Well, there's Mr. Rogers, of course. Mr. Rogers. Uh, Sesame Street. Sesame Street. Uh, Downton Abbey. Not that this um, is pre Downton Abbey. There didn't exist. Oh, then. You're, you're, I'm just saying with things I think about PBS now, because, you know, also Doctor Who. Um, Regardless. So they have a chase sequence where all the people, all the animals, Alan Muppets are chasing Homer down the street um, with Mr. Angry Mr. Rogers, which I, I don't know if this is reasonable, Matt. Okay. I'm not going to say this is a reasonable feeling I have. But them showing Mr. Rogers is anything but the most kindest, gentlest person on Earth who is so welcoming, accepting of everyone. He's the kind of guy who would literally give you this shirt off his back. Makes me like kind of makes me upset that they the, the they would go, oh, hey, yeah, Mr. Rogers is angry about Homer owing ten thousand dollars. And so he's going to hunt him down and try and kill him, I guess, or beat beat him along with the stars of uh do shut up who were there as well um but i mean the do shut up i believe i also believe the teletubbies would try to kill somebody because they're (laughs) obviously space aliens that are very confused uh but uh, mr rogers and the crew from sesame street no no i mean get that crap out of here maybe oscar well maybe oscar but and maybe even elmo that part i can believe but big bird's there and then they also have yo-yo moth for some reason which I was I was a cellist, so I know who Yo-Yo Ma is. I don't think most people know who Yo-Yo Ma is. Especially when he's been Simpsonized. Yeah, it's, it's just a dude with a... I don't. Most people don't know what a cello is, so I don't know what they're... <laughs> whatever. Hey, there's this tall Asian guy with a cello on The Simpsons. Does anyone know who that is? Uh, what's, what's going on? And he shoots a bow at, at, at Homer. I don't... You know, Yo-Yo Ma is also a relatively nice person. I don't know why he is so angry about PBS. He is... A, he doesn't need their money. He is not invested in PBS. He's not. Yo-Yo Ma was not created by PBS, guys. I don't. He's a or whatever. It doesn't matter. It's ridiculous and cartoony. It's fine, I guess. Um, It leads to Homer running down the street and eventually finding the church, which is Sanctuary. Sanctuary! Sanctuary! Oh, why did I teach him that word? Quick, you gotta hide me from PBS. Their bloodthirsty pursuit is made possible by a grant from the Chubb Group. Give us the money. Elmo knows where you live. Please help me. I'll do anything. I'll light a candle. I'll help with your next charity scam. The word is drive. Sure, sure, Bob's your uncle. Let's just get out of here. Nothing to see here, people. Just headed down to the dump with these children's letters to God. (laughs) We'll send you someplace safe till the heat dies down. Great, but why am I on a plane? Homer, how would you like to be a missionary in the South Pacific? South Pacific? I didn't agree to... (laughs) What? Wait! I'm no missionary. I don't even believe in Jeebus. Let me out. Sorry, no can do. Save me, Jeebus. So, okay. So, I don't, Matt, I'm not gonna, 
I don't know how a po- uh, how a popular opinion this is. I hate the Jeebus quotes. Yes. That is one of the things about this episode I hate the most. And there's a lot. There's a lot. I I think when, like I said, I thought this was your least favorite episode. It is definitely mine. I actually like this one less than uh, Stratosaur Galactica. I mean, it doesn't have the outright weirdness of elves, but it, it's almost all Homer. It's like 90, 95% Homer. And he's just acting like a moron and a jerk the entire time. It's, it's it's completely he's unlikable and just so stupid. Like Jeebus, really? Jeebus? And if he just did it one time, I would be okay with it. But I wouldn't laugh, but I'd be okay with it. Yeah, I mean that's the thing. Like there are various levels of acceptance, but just having it happen and be like, okay, I didn't, it didn't land with me. I'll be fine with it. But it repeats, and I want to make this. This is eight minutes. We are eight minutes into a twenty-two minute episode. And that's even that's like this is this episode also has the full intro, full uh you know full couch gag, full chalkboard intro, which is a minute plus, and it's twenty it's so it's like really twenty one minutes long and eight minutes of it. It takes eight minutes for them to get to this point, and I'm I've lo- I no I'm not I'm not losing patience. I have lost patience with them with this first act mm. random nonsense before it gets to the plot i i am tired of it it i it is a thing that simpsons have always done more or less but it usually in the better episodes i think and usually the episodes that you and i like the most is ones that don't that either subvert the formula don't use it at all or they use that intro sequence to tie back in later in the episode like i was looking at brush with greatness this week I was going to do trivia with on in brush with greatness, but I couldn't come up with mm-hmm. enough. Um, couldn't come up with enough good questions or stuff we haven't used before. But I was looking at it. I'm like, I was like looking and I just looked at the, how the plot works out in the episode and plots and that episode starts with nothing pain and related at all. The episode starts with them going to Mount Splashmore and the Mount Splashmore plot happens. They get there. They're having fun. It's enjoyable, but it's not plot centric. But then Homer gets stuck in the, the flume. He gets stuck and he has to be, you know, he gets humiliated because he's so fat. And he decides he's going to go on a diet, lose weight. And it's at that point, when they're looking for his exercise equipment, they find Marge's paintings of Ringo Starr. And the plot kind of starts happening, you know, with Marge deciding, I'm going to go back in a painting. And we all that stuff happens. And then she starts painting for Burns. At the same time she's learning about painting, Homer is still trying to lose weight, getting back into shape. And it's tied back together into the Burns plot because Burns insults Homer and real and reveals to Marge like, oh, this guy is actually almost irredeemable. Like I'm trying to find beauty in him and I just can't because he's just so mean. He's so terrible. And so it connects. It comes back around and connects. It's not like a meaningful connection necessarily, but it's effort. It shows that, hey, these characters all exist in the same in the same place at the same time. It means something. They don't. The only reason that the PBS stuff happens is because of the terrible, terrible ending. It comes back around, and it's not PBS anymore, but it's Fox, and it doesn't. And so I, I'm just tired of it, and it's just, it just is going to keep happening. I know that this is not going to change because I am not dumb. I know I've seen the season eleven before. Every episode is going to start with a bunch of nonsense, and when the episodes are this bad, the bunch of nonsense is even more grating because you could like I don't I find the first act of this 
mostly enjoyable, but it's also mostly enjoyable eight minutes that could have been used to give the episode, let's say, an ending, which it does not really have. No, and the one thing I liked about Brush with Greatness is the whole thing flows from non-connected opening to the actual plot in a more logical method than this one does. Uh, Thinking about this as you're talking about it, it feels like the way they could have gotten Homer to this, you know, South Pacific Island is if Homer, like some kind of opening where Homer uh, decides he wants to be, you know, a, a more looked up to person than Ned Flanders. Like the whole joke about Ned Flanders being green with envy uh, thing that could have got Homer to volunteer for anything. And then Homer finds out, oh, what did I volunteer for? Oh, I volunteered to go to the South Pacific. Oh, no. End of first act kind of thing. That would have made more sense than, hey, PBS is after you. And so we're going to ship you off. Yeah, it it literally is just Homer leaving the plot, Homer leaving the first act behind and starting an entirely new thing. It's just there's no connection. It's just randomly like, where does he go? He goes to church. And so he goes, becomes a missionary. All right, sure. And that's how the first act ends with Homer literally flying away. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, when we come back uh, to start act two, uh, we we see Reverend Lovejoy and he's at the Simpsons house uh, enjoying a nice piece of pie and pointedly avoiding their questions until Marge asks him directly, where is Homer? So you said on the phone you had something to tell me? Mm. Oh, yes. Your husband's in Microatia. Croatia? That's 12,000 miles away. Uh-huh. He needed to get away for a while. I suggested missionary work, and he jumped at the idea. Missionary work? He's dead, isn't he? No, no. You can even keep in touch with him on this ham radio. Jeebus, where are you? Over to Jeebus. Oh. So, yes, uh, as we see, the family finally knows about Homer, and they are able to communicate with to him with a ham radio, which they probably wouldn't be able to get that far unless it was at night. But, you know, we, we can we can give them a little bit of leeway here, I guess. Matt, that ham radio is the only reason we get any time with a family in this episode at all. <laughs> so <laughs> that's don't, true. Don't take it away from me. I mean, he could have had a satellite phone or something, right? They existed in 2000, but don't think the church I could know. afford them. Yeah, that's probably true. Anyway, so. The family finally knows where Homer is, and we get to see how Homer got to the island, uh, essentially. Uh, Robbie has a note in here that if Homer says Jeebus enough times, it's going to be funny. That is patently untrue. Homer is consistently saying it, begging Jeebus for help. And every time he does, I want to stab somebody. Uh, Apparently, the wildlife on the island is crazy because the butterfly burrows under his skin matt what is why is that this is a reoccurring thing with bugs getting into your skin like this is not the first somebody on the simpson staff has a huge fear of that and it's working through it by putting it in the show i guess so because this one goes into homer's brain but i assume they would starve to death up there so that's true but yes apparently the wildlife on this island is out to get him uh homer gets to meet the previous missionaries who were there uh they are young white people a husband and wife 100 uh, percent were... my experience with missionaries oh yeah, yeah yeah it's like hey what do you want to do with your life i want to voice my religious beliefs off on somebody else all right you I'm, are young here, white people here, this is i already know who you are hey i'm gonna i do want to say this all right i know i know people in life i that i consider friends who are missionaries 
and they are the some of the kindest, most uh, courageous people I know who gen- genuinely want to help people and usually are not – their efforts are generally like, hey, we need to get people water. It is not like, hey, you need to worship whatever our our religion is. It's usually like, these people are going to die. We should probably try and help them. And, what, and we're going to say, yeah, we are this religion. We want to help. Here, let us get you some fresh water. Like, literally. And they are, are – this is not – that, and that's the other thing about this is it's a thing that keeps happening in these seasons is – like, I'm sure there was a version of this episode where it cleverly discusses this topic, or at least addresses how missionary work is and what it is not, and the historic role of mission, what missionary work has been historically, what it is now, and all that stuff. It's very complicated. It's more, I can't, like, there's some, there's been mad, bad missionaries, and there's been good missionaries. Like, I don't, it's... It's mostly Most of the ones today are the the, the good kind, the, the kind that the because the, the, the missionary portrayal in this is, like we said, young white people. Uh, and they have basically they've been building the people a chapel. They've been digging them a well, all of these wonderful things, teaching them English, all generally good things. Uh, it's just that they also say that they've ridiculed away most of their beliefs. Well, like that's <laughs> that's mean. That's not true. I mean, it, I mean, historically might be true, like, yes. Oh, yes, historically, yes. But in the 2000s, I don't think that no, was still the approach a lot of them took. No, it's usually, like, it's genuinely not, it's hard. You're not, they, they're not, like, living an easy life if you're choosing to be a missionary. You're generally doing it because you actually want to help people. Um, but It's like working for the Peace Corps, but yeah. with the being funded by religious groups instead of, it, you know. Yeah, exactly. And it's, this is, it's just... It, you take a complicated situation, you put season 11 Simpsons writers in it, and you just make it a Homer episode, and it is a recipe for disaster. It really is. Because like you said, there's probably a version of this episode that deals with this in a better manner. It was probably the original version of the script, and then it got to the writer's room and just horrible joke after horrible joke got piled on and, you know, bad stuff happened. I, I don't know. I all I can All I can judge, Matt, is what we see. Indeed. And what we got is, well, this. So, uh, yes, uh, the previous missionaries get the hell out of Dodge. Uh, they warn Homer about the bed bugs. Um, and Homer begins by taking a tour uh, from his you know, native island guides, uh, drinking ox testicles, uh, even though they are offering him coconuts, which, what? Where, where does it even come from? Ox testicles? Matt, I don't know. I, I don't know. Okay. I think... You know, you're sure I'm not missing anything. Your reaction to it is funny. Does that count? I guess so. Okay. Yes. Can I, does that count? Uh, so that's a 10. Like the joke is that I watch someone else watch this episode and I laugh at them. You know, it wouldn't be the worst thing in the world. I I mean, it makes I more sense than actually laughing I, at the episode. I don't know, Matt. Okay. It's, it is the base level is base. The basest level of physical comedy. Oh, look, isn't this gross? Homer's dumb. 
but there's no cleverness there. There's no there's no layers like we talk about the best Simpsons jokes. They have layers of reveals and and, and turns and subversions and then turns again. There's n- nothing of this. There's not. I don't think there's one of those in this exact ep- in this entire episode. This is every joke is. Homer says Jeebus instead of Jesus. Homer drinks ox ox testicles instead of coconuts, even though that doesn't even make sense. There, it doesn't. There's never anything above the basis level of physical dumb sophomore comedy, and there are there's a place for that. But if it's all there is, I'm not watching The Simpsons for it. So I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I don't so. know. Mm. I got it. We're we're never going to do this if we criticize every little thing. We uh, need to push through, push, push through, as hard man. as we can. Yeah, push. Okay. So uh, we find out there are no naked women on the island. They have been all moved to a different island. Uh, and Homer is, of course, despondent about that. Uh, we also get a fun joke about uh, one of the native guides choking on a fish bone, uh, and it's, it's supposed to be a joke about how some languages just sound so silly. Um, okay, so this is I. We don't have to talk about this any more than this, man. But we should talk about this. Is yeah, this episode? I guess it could be more racist. I that's all I could say. Like the, the, the that's the 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 silver lining, I suppose, is that it could be more racist. They avoid most of what could be the most racist thing in the world. Like it could be the Africa episode, which I'm dreading. Oh but it doesn't. None of these. None of these people are are characters which is the first problem like if you want to make them real character like if one of them is a character and they have like meaningful meaningful characters like character traits if they have anything that like name one of the native people's characters and what are they like what what are they, how do they feel do they yeah give give them a description other than native guy yeah which isn't that's all i got and even the little girl, it literally is just Yardley Smith doing Lisa's voice, literally. And Homer oh, yeah. just and Homer just calls her Lisa Junior. And Matt, I'm gonna. This is. I think I'm. I'm gonna. There. I. I have two incredibly big. Two like I said. I. I got very angry last week, and I think I was very angry because of the laziness. And this is episode is rife with it where. There is a little girl character of the native native peoples, and they want us this is like they want us to make the connection that she is a Lisa type character, that she is a young, inquisitive girl, smart, bright. But they don't have time to do that appropriately. No, they don't. They want us to make us feel like, oh, she is bright, she is she is smart for her age, uh, and she understands more than some adults. And what you would do if you weren't lazy, you would have her do thing, do a thing that showed us that she acts a certain way. Homer does something and she does something in return. They don't do that. What they instead have her have sound exactly like Lisa and Homer just call her Lisa Jr. And I guys put some effort into this thing. My God, if you want me to think this character is like lisa just show me show me do show me her doing something that is not just 
She sounds like Lisa, and Homer saying literally the words, You remind me of Lisa! I'll call you Lisa Jr. after she says her real name in her native language, which is made-up gibberish. Which is the kind of... That's the thing that is the actually the most... Ra- like, I don't know. This episode has problems, so... I'm I don't I'm no I don't think I'm equipped to actually handle them uh, other than saying it could be worse I guess but have her a different name give Yardley Smith like tell her to change her in te- inflections or something so she doesn't just sound exactly like Lisa guys I could see you I can see someone else's name on your homework like fiddle with it a little bit whatever <laughs> Exactly. That's pretty much the best you're going to get. Uh, because, again, they don't have time. Like, this could have been a much more interesting episode if there was time. But like, they wasted it all on PBS jokes. Yeah, and, and the PBS jokes are bad, but if you want me to care about Homer and his life on this little island with these people, and you want us to care about these characters, they have to have time! They have to have character development, they have to do things other than sit around while Homer says stupid things. Which is all that they do. So, I, I'm not gonna give them cr- I don't- I could, it could be worse. It could be- I could- I could rip this episode apart, but we also don't have time. That's true. Uh, we are, like I said, pushing through. Uh, so at this point, after Lisa Jr., uh, Homer finds out that there is no TV, no couch, and most devastating of all, no beer. All of which make Homer something something. Don't remind me of good episodes, Matt. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, yes, Homer falls to the ground and sh- shouting, oh God, oh God, oh God. And of course, this causes the native people to think that is how you worship God. But we'll get I, to that later. I, I'm just going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to start doing this, man. Bad. That's bad. Yep. Yep. That is very, very that's, bad. That's very that bad. very dumb. That's very bad. So, yes. Uh, at this point, Homer begins licking toads because that is the only leisure activity he sees himself as having uh, and gets a call on the ham radio in the middle of his toad licking. Homer? Homer? Huh? What is it? Is there anybody in there? Marge! Homer, are you all right? I guess so, but that first month was pretty rough. You've only been gone two days. Really? Without TV, it's hard to know when one day begins and the other ends. I miss you, Dad. Mom won't let me read Hagar the Horrible. I just don't think it's funny. Mmm, I can see the house is falling apart without me. So here's the new order. Mark, you're the man of the house. Mm. Lisa, I'm promoting you to boy. Mm. Maggie's now the brainy girl. Toaster can fill in for Maggie. And Marge, you're a consultant. Mm. Dad? Yes, boy? I just want to tell you how proud I am that you're showing an interest in your fellow man. Really? You're proud of me? Oh, yes. The whole town thinks you're a real humanitarian. Ned Flanders is green with envy. Oh, really? Well, if you'll excuse me, I got some civilization to spread like butter on the English muffin that is these people with all their little nooks and crannies. Dad, are you licking toads? I'm not not licking toads. Well, it's time to get to work. Humanitarian Homer Simpson, over and out. For the record, uh, the toads you look to get high generally only exist in Central America. And there are several. If you do that, we'll kill you. So... This should go without saying, but please do not lick toads. That's, I, that's your, I, your your nature the, alert PSA, from the Simpsons show. Don't lick toads. Um, yeah, I, I don't. 
there's if they don't see the the family gets a little bit of time at this like it's literally this and like two other scenes after this that's it yeah i just it's not that it's not clever like this bit where him promoting the family to different that's like it's clever it has a, a bit of cleverness to it but it serves no purpose it's just is and it and it also reinforces like it homer is captain wacky homer is poochie like he calls in to the family and they what are they just sitting around talking about how homer how great homer is until until he calls well in this case they called him that's true marge did have to call and make a pink floyd reference um yeah i mean it's just fine she's at this point still i don't know again i i'm losing track of where we are in the timeline if she would be old enough to get pink floyd at this time doesn't seem like marge would be a pink floyd fan marge has always seemed more like a folk folk type you know like i i, I think very i often compare it to my own mother and my mother liked Joni mitchell and james taylor and that seems like the type of it, <laughs> when she was a young person and i feels like that's exactly what marge would listen to at the, at the time unless she was dancing and then she listened to the hustle or whatever um like literally the phone call is a joke and then everyone on the family talking about how great homer is and all we've seen of homer is how stupid he is and how terrible he is and it is this is what life was like in the pre-internet era when people didn't know what was going on so they just had to make assumptions obviously these are assumptions made by people who don't even know homer because no one would assume homer would do anything humanitarian based and i don't if they ever did anything with this the problem is that homer's behavior doesn't matter at all to this episode because there is no arc there is no there's not even a semblance of an arc there is a beginning of one and then nothing so yeah they just started that arc earlier like the the entire middle act like actually i should probably say the first two-thirds of the middle act is just dumb joke after dumb joke about Homer being a jerk if he had immediately started with hey you know what you guys need here is a casino uh blah 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 and then things go downhill and he he spends the third act fixing that redeeming that himself an arc it is what's that, that? redeeming himself in the third yes, like, exactly and by the end of the episode you go oh homer has learned something that's an arc that's something homer's bad homer's is all bad it's not. It's Homer's, but I would like to point out that Robbie has in our notes. This episode is the stupidest thing I've ever seen. It 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 it, it just keeps it, it it just doesn't make any sense. It does not. Also, I'm offended by the very idea that Lisa gets a promotion to boy. Like Lisa's already the better one. There's no need for her to get a promotion. <laughs> she does make grumble about it, but that's the thing. Like yeah. it, Homer does dumb, stupid things, and then they the show applauds him over and over and over again and it is unfathomable how anyone can see homer as any any degree of empathetic like i hate homer i absolutely this is the version of homer i hate the most like they homer is the like has the show seen homer's enemy uh how like that whole episode is about how homer is the most privileged lucky man alive and he's achieved anything in life is sheer luck and 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 privilege and well, yeah it, it go ahead and then you send him as a missionary and let him indulge in the worst stereotypes about missionaries and then make him the main character like 
if it was Lisa and Homer together and home and Lisa's trying to help while Homer is just hurting. That's something there's no other, there's no one else. It's just Homer. I I can't Matt. What's happening. Okay. Well, I think what happened was around this time and before, obviously it was still funny for a middle-aged white man to fail upward. Like, huh, that's so funny. He's getting ahead despite the fact that he's stupid. But I, I almost feel like now we have gotten to the point, and even then we were starting to the point, where we realize that by that happening, somebody who's actually good at something and deserves that success is being cheated out of that success by a moron like Homer. And now it's just not funny anymore. And we're just pissed off about it. So <laughs> even back then, it was it was kind of a little funny, but not really. Like I went, ha ha, that's Homer's I, doing blah blah blah. I, I, and now I'm just like, no, this is crap. I know. It's it's it is. I think you can easily trace general public sentiment about it by looking at the career of Kevin James. Um, yeah. You know, Kevin James is successful, 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 and then he plateaued, and then suddenly he's down, 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 and now his new show is also creating Tim Allen. Similarly, also, no one is there. Please, we're big idiots. Don't you like us? No, I don't. And, like, the reason I love Homer, why Homer is a great character, is because he recognizes his mistakes, and he gets, and he improves, that's like the arcs of those best episodes. He recognizes, oh, I am an idiot. I have to, I'm going to try and do better. When he well, there I, never gets there, it's just frustrating. Right. And I, I think that's why people liked a lot of those sitcoms, you know, Home Improvement, uh, King of Queens, like you said, Kevin James and Tim Allen, is because in those shows, it was about those characters making really dumb mistakes and learning from them, them, them. But in order to be a sitcom and having hundreds of episodes, they had to obviously not get that much better from week to week. Uh, and that worked for a time uh, in, in the mass media. But then we got shows that were about that kind of character and their progress carried over from episode to episode. One of my favorite examples of this is uh, Community, uh, Jeff Winger, um, Joel McHale's character, where you saw – progress over the course of the show to where he wasn't so much of a terrible person he wasn't the kind of moron succeeding upward but kind of sort of uh and we've come to expect that from our show so now going back and watching these shows where idiots fail upward and learn something and then the next week they're back to nothing that's still okay but it hurts a lot more and none of those shows uh, also like home improvement and king of queens and none of those shows have lasted nearly as long as the simpsons have they, no, that's true. And it's and I the Simpsons are still trying to get by on that formula, and uh, it's just not working. Incredibly, the way incredibly hit and miss. So push through, Matt. Push. Keep pushing. Okay, sorry. We're still in the middle of this episode. Okay. I know. Uh, it's happened. This is what so, happens. Yeah, I know. Uh, so at this point, uh, Homer tries to be a what he thinks a missionary is uh, by going out and reading a random Bible verse about bathing your enemies in blood. Uh, which I'm sure is somewhere in the Old Testament. I, I could see it being made up, it's but in, it's the Old it's, Testament. It's I can in see it Psalms, real. Matt. Oh, yes, in Psalms. I can't imagine that being in Psalms, but Psalms is about poetry he, for the most part. Does he actually anyway. – uh, Does he actually? I don't think he gives a, a chapter or verse, so there's no – He does not, know. But uh, at this point, uh, Homer opens it up for a Q&A uh, about God. Uh, let's open it up to some Q&A. Yes, Lisa Jr.? Amy said there are lots of religions. Which is the right one? Well, not the Unitarians. If that's the one true faith, I'll eat my hat. 
um, if the Lord is all-powerful, why does he care whether we worship him or not? <laughs> Ak just saying. Well, Ak, it's because God is powerful, but also insecure, like Barbara Streisand before James Brolin. Oh, he's been a rock. Oh, who am I kidding? The truth is, I'm no missionary. I work in a nuclear power plant. Ooh, tell us all you know about nuclear power. Look, the point is, I want to help, but you don't need a well or a chapel or an immunization center. What you need is a little razzle-dazzle. So, yes, um, there's lots bad here. Uh, I do like the joke that Homer doesn't know anything about his job. The little pause there. Like, oh, oh, well, they're interested in learning, period. So tell us what you know about something you do know. Oh, you don't know about anything? Okay. I mean, that's a decent joke thrown in there. But still, uh, also, what does this show have against Unitarians? I'll admit, I don't know that much about Unitarians. But this is like the fifth or sixth episode in the past two seasons that's made jokes about them. Robbie, do you know why the show hates on Unitarianism so much? I don't. Uh, unit i don't know unitarians are kind of just i i don't think any, uh, and i i have zero opinions about unitarianism like i cannot even i don't feel good about them i don't feel bad about them they're just another sect of christianity um it is an actual bible verse man i just i just looked it up it is oh, okay. that's psalm 68 21 through 23 all right then that i can't say i'm familiar with that particular I, passage no i have i've not I've not read the Bible in a very long time. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, this is just – this is like – this is the stuff that just is – it's just – it's just – it's filler. Like it's it's just – it's bad improv basically. That's like – this is what it's this – It's really bad improv. That's what it sounded like to me. And that's the problem is when the show is written, it should not feel like bad improv. And this is what this feels like. It feels like Homer just doing bad improv. And it like – I think it's supposed to make us feel like, oh, Homer's an idiot. Everything I the everything <laughs> great. I don't get to like something of substance. Find something that has meaning in this. Homer being an idiot is not the meaningful stuff. Get to it. Ugh. Ugh, Matt. Ugh. Ugh. I know. I know. Again, we're pushing through. We're mm -hmm. pushing through. So uh, Homer uh decides that the uh native people uh need a casino. Because I guess he's confusing them with Native Americans. And, you know, let's just get past that. Uh, he then goes for some Flintstones-style construction, uh, which uses animals in ways they could not possibly survive. As we see, uh, because they, rather than mixing what is apparently some variety of cement or concrete in a hole in the ground, they mix it inside a bird and obviously kill the bird. Isn't that funny? Animal abuse? <laughs> I think... I mean, Matt, on the where the the wavelength the show is operating on, which is inc like literally Oscar the Grouch is a sentient animal chasing or creature or person. I don't know what a Muppet is if it was in real life. Scary, probably. Uh, ah. Is chasing Homer in the first act. They, it, it's the problem. Like, if you treat it like it's a cartoon when it doesn't work like a cartoon, it suddenly it is not tonally consistent. You know, I, I, it's a it's one of a million things that make no sense. If the show is a cartoon, then Flintstones physics works. You can mix concrete. How do they have concrete, by the way? Do they just have well, bags? Did they bring bags in that big airplane? 
I don't think they brought it, but you can make a concrete uh, basically uh, uh, okay. from a variety of materials, uh, one of which is volcanic ash uh, actually helps a lot, which I, turns out they have. I'm not saying um, that but, they, it's not it's not possible, like physically. I'm saying the the native people there clearly do not have anything made of concrete already. Well, they never needed to make anything and out of concrete Homer until Homer came along. doesn't know what concrete how to make concrete you're not there's nothing you could convince me on earth that no homer has been nothing but an idiot he don't know how to make no concrete out of a volcanic ash man there's not to mention none of the structures he builds even use concrete so what was the point beside the terrible terrible joke there the, hey think you just answered your own question there matt oh, okay good Whew. glad we cleared that up uh then we uh cut back to the family because why use that time wisely to try and resolve Homer's stupid plot uh, when we find out that uh, Bart skateboards and parks his skateboard in Homer's spot? And, of course, everyone thinks that Bart is Homer somehow. Uh, and we find out that Homer has done so many incredibly terrible things, including selling, you know, uranium or plutonium, which whichever Mr. Burns says, uh, to, you know, hostile foreign nations. So, yes, Homer is a terrorist now. And uh, so uh, Mr. Burns lists off a huge variety of the terrible things he has done and then decides to poke Bart uh, because he assumes he is Homer. And this is funny. I will I'll give it this, Matt, is the only th- like it has charm. Like it's it, it does. It, it is the closest thing to a Simpsons joke. It's this it is it's charming because it's not it's not it's not in, like really stupid. At least not to the, not to the degree that the missionary plot is, and it is not me. It's not mean. It's not offensive, really. It's just a simple like. Here is a simple gag. It is Bart. What if Bart was Homer for a day, and Bart suddenly becomes like a better worker than Homer ever was? Like that's the gag in this, and it's really simple. But at least they execute. I guess because it's simple, they execute on that simple idea. But again, I why don't why like I I don't. I don't know why it's in this episode. It doesn't make any like I think they are just going maybe some at some point the writers went, Hey, right, the family does exist. What are they doing back in Springfield? Being decent yeah. people? Oh, let's show that for th- two minutes, maybe. Which is basically all the time they get. Yeah, basically. We'll see them again one more time for mm-hmm. something stupid. Uh so yes, uh at this point, uh we go back to Homer, uh, who is revealing the casino he built, the lucky savage, which no. See, you know what? No, I'm nope, we're, we're going past this. No, I no, that's terrible. Everyone knows it. No, I'm not going to no, talk about here, it. Here, Matt, this Homer. is this is not the only time this this is brought up because like it is awful. And like, I think what they're intending here, I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt here. What they're intending is, oh, Homer is an idiot and he's a, he's terrible. So, of course, he would name his casino something terrible. Right. Or they're talking about, oh, well, historically, like, hey, there's been casinos that have been named this and like dumb in rural places and in, you know, by uninformed, racist, ignorant people. But the problem is this this Simpsons, I don't think they understand that they have not earned that. They have not shown a level of satire or parody that allows them to do this. So all it comes I mean, across maybe is, they had back in like season six, but not now. Yes. If they did this in season six, I would I'd let it pass. I'd let it slide at a certain point, but they haven't earned it. So all it is is offensive. Yep. That's all it is. And I don't. OK. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, we get a wonderful tour where Homer treats the workers uh, like second class citizens. 
and loses a roulette roll because they're using a hermit crab who moves and, and makes him lose. Like speaking, suppose, of, speaking of Flintstones jokes. Yeah, right. Uh, Homer has also created beer from a nasal decongestant in holy water somehow. I, I don't know. It, Apparently, I, it gets you high or drunk or whatever. I, don't ask me, Matt. It doesn't. It doesn't yeah. make any sense. Yeah. Also, there's a Bob Stupak joke. Well, I don't know who that is. Bob, you here? I looked it up, Matt. I looked up. I was like, "Who's Bob Stupak?" Um, Bob Stupak was a, a, a casino mogul. I, I I hesitate to use the word mogul because I, I that implies a higher level of success than he ever. <laughs> but he was he he created a a a big big tower out in Vegas that's off the strip. And he also owned casinos, um, but apparently had problems eventually. it He has passed. He died in 2009, but it feels like his Wikipedia page was written by him. So I don't know. <laughs> it, it really seems like it avoids any level of criticism on a man. It feels like it feels like as a person who reads lots of who who, who reads a lot of wrestling Wikipedia, it feels like like the kayfabe version of this man like this is his story and not really what actually happened but he was a vegas guy that's oh, okay. the long and short of it casino guy that's all you have to know fair enough that's all we really need to know that that makes the joke make sense it's just kind of one of the out there jokes i would have liked from the simpsons classic years that just seems out of place here i that's the problem like yeah we have this but because the whole the whole like there are bits of there are there's bits of clever writing still in the, like all these bad episodes. There are still bits of clever writing that people still quote because it is clever, but it is yeah. buried. It is it is in the muck and mire of plots that make no sense. Characterization that is either nonsensical or offensive or frustrating or all of the above. So I'm not going to give them. Oh, good. They mentioned they referenced something I didn't know. And I looked it up and I found something out. And oh, that's clever. I'm not going to give them extra credit for it because it's in a mire. It's in a swamp. Hmm. You're still in the second act, Matt. Uh, we still are uh, because Homer comes back after a brief uh, doing something else uh, when finds out that, oh, he has destroyed their society because they, they apparently cannot handle having a casino and alcohol, which I don't know if you guys know much about history, uh, but one of the reasons humans settled down and developed agriculture is uh, to get beer. Uh, apparently, people really liked getting drunk. And because of that, almost every society throughout history has depended on alcohol. I mean, people didn't drink water for huge swaths of, Amer of, uh, of history uh, because, you know, obviously water was bad for you it had all kinds of terrible things until we figured out you know distillation and boiling and those sorts of things no one drank water they drank alcohol so the fact that the people on this island have never had alcohol makes zero sense but apparently the combination of gambling and alcohol has destroyed their society which we learn as we go to a commercial i also want to make this very clear this is 18 minutes into the episode the end of act two is 18 minutes in leaving roughly three minutes left of space so we have reached what should be if if i was if i was like laying this out in a normal pace of a character arc this is roughly halfway <laughs> like i would take up half the time with this and then you take up another chunk of time homer redeeming himself and then the, you have a denouement a coda that ends the episode of him returning to 
Springfield, ostensibly. Yep. But but this is 18 minutes in. So we come back. Um Homer is a bad person, and don't forget, there is the other family. Their family still exists, that the show just wants to remind you. Please help us. Our island has not been this damaged since the A-bomb tests. Guess who I saw at the supermarket today? Can it wait? I just got off work. I'm sorry, honey. I just thought you... Don't you do enough yakking at the beauty parlor? That's it, Bart. You're taking this man of the house thing too far. You're right. I'm sorry. Tell you what, Saturday night we'll go out for steaks. Just you and me. Hmm. A night out is a night out. Why are you building chapel? Because you're all terrible sinners. Since when? Since I got here. Now either grab a stone or go to hell. <sighs> Again, that in a different episode wouldn't necessarily be bad. It could be like, hey, this is a clever, in- in- like, hey, these people were fine until Homer showed up. Yeah. But because of how this episode works, because it's Homer doing it, it just is bad. It's just bad, guys. There's nothing. Mm-hmm. There's nothing. You can't, you can't have Homer be the person to say these things. After he's done, after he has, is this him showing remorse by building a chapel? Yeah, that's the best I can figure out is Homer has decided he's done a terrible thing. He's going to fix it all by building a chapel and guilt them into doing it. And why would they help him after all he's done? That's like our. Because for some reason at this point, they still believe things he says, which I, I can't believe that. I can't believe he has not wasted all credit he has with those people. He has basically ruined everyone. Any anybody from America for them forever, I would hope. Or, uh, I mean, I don't... <laughs> they're not idiots. They, 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 I don't, it doesn't, I, I can't, I cannot. I'm trying to engage in this, this breaks my brain, Matt, when I'm trying to engage with this, like, on a logical, like, I can't even criticize this episode well because it just functions at so, at like, a different place. I I can't even, like it's hard for me to like describe it because it does things that don't make sense. This is like this is like a, a gorilla made this episode, or like an some like it lives it, it it functions like if an alien came here and all they had they had seen Simpsons episodes, but they had never experienced any Earth culture, and they just tried to make a Simpsons episode. This is like Tommy Wiseau making a Simpsons episode. Oh my god, it is! Holy crap, that is dead on. That is what season oh. and it, like this is what come to me. This is what season. This is Scully or Simpsons, and it's like Tommy Wiseau making Simpsons episodes because what Tommy Wiseau does is he has seen American movies, so he tries to make his own, and they're terrible. This feels like that. It feels like someone from somewhere else has come in has seen these things has not directly experienced the culture doesn't understand it and is trying to replicate it somehow and this is what you get it just it it is insane and it gets this is the the ending is atrocious and so they build the chapel and everyone's happy sure still makes no sense but whatever they build the chapel and there's a bell where do they get the bell matt can I ask you that? 
I don't know. These people don't seem like they have much metal creating I, ability. Yeah, did they ship that mining. on a giant airplane, or was there just a big bell there? Like, that bell's huge! Um, it's like Liberty Bell size. Yeah, bells are not... They're hard. They're hard to build. They're hard to transport. They're heavy! They're, they don't work... Okay, it doesn't... I don't know why I'm fixated on a bell, but it's just another thing. It's one of the million things. So they have a bell and little Lisa Jr. is ringing it and Homer decides it's not being rung loud enough. So he helps. And so he's ringing this big bell. And again, the, so the bell, I, I'm really struggling. So the bell rings so hard, it makes an earthquake happen and then a volcanic eruption happen. You're with me right here, man. This is what happens in this. I'm not making this uh -huh. up. This is what happens in this episode, right? Yep. Okay, so there's an earthquake. It rips apart the island. There's lava. Like, a lava happens, and it splits the uh, splits it right where the, the church is. And so Homer and Lisa Jr. are on top of this church, floating in lava. And then it ends with this. Not bad, Lisa Jr., but God's palace is way up on the moon. So if you want him to hear us, you gotta crank up the volume. You hear me, Lord? Homer's doing your work. I'm the greatest missionary of all that homer always getting into trouble and if you're one of the millions who enjoys his adventures or should i say misadventures it's time to show your support sure fox makes a fortune from advertising but it's still not enough not nearly enough so if you don't want to see crude lowbrow programming disappear from the airwaves please call now hello murdoch here ten thousand dollars You've saved my network! Wouldn't be the first time. Matt, hmm. what is this? This is somebody's idea of what's funny about The Simpsons, uh, because they're going to make fun of, you know, institutions and people and the terrible things they do, but it misses the core of what makes The Simpsons episode great, which is that the people that are making fun of these things understand what is actually good about the things at the core of them or the things that stand in stark contrast to what they're making fun of. And if you get halfway, it's not good enough. If you're going from Hawaii to the mainland U.S. and you get halfway, you're still in the middle of the ocean and it's just not going to work. I... They literally, literally, this is literally what this episode does. Spell it out. In the middle of the climax of what a normal episode would be. This would be the climax where Homer and this little girl are trapped and somehow they get out of it. And Homer realizes, I, I don't know, I can't, I can't try and storycraft, theorycraft my way out of this. Because what, I'll tell you what actually happened 
is in they realized, oh, we have spent a lot of time. We don't have any more time left. What? How do we get out of this? And we don't. We don't. Uh. Well, we could one. We could restructure this entire episode, rewrite it, and make it work, and have uh, it the story actually end with time spent on appropriate things. The second act isn't there is the first act isn't just PBS jokes. The second act isn't literally five minutes of Homer just wasting time on the island, not getting there's no story happening. It's just Homer making bad jokes. We could actually speed things up and re basically spend extra time to change the pacing of this episode so that it would function so that we could fit in a full story arc, finish the story and Homer finds his way back to Springfield at the end. What they did instead was they realized, oh, wait, we have a minute to go, basically, and Homer's in the middle of the story. What do we do? Um, Let's just be lazy and cut to, instead of a PBS promo, it's Fox for some reason now, and Betty White's still there, and then all the Fox characters are in the background, and Rupert Murdoch's there, and Bart calls and rubs makes a joke about how Fox needs the Simpsons. Consider I do. Um, it, again, ripping on Fox is fine and Bart's not wrong. Um, but there, it, I, you edit this. This is, this is lazy. You edit this, you take this script and you go, Oh, well, we need to change this. Cause this is not good. This isn't like, Oh, well, we're running up a deadline. Well, how do we end this? Uh, we bring back Betty white and Fox characters. Why is it Fox now instead of PBS? Like, how does that make sense? Like, oh, you're breaking the fourth wall, but it's not clever. It is just cheap. It is like, I need, we needed a way out of this. So we did. And Matt, you brought up DOS bus. And mm -hmm. I thought about it. And it, like, yeah, there's an easy comparison point because DOS bus always ha also has that thrown in like, oh, let's say Mo rescues them. Right. And it bothers. Yes. I mean. In, in every other aspect, that episode is ridiculously better than this one. But in the whole ending doesn't actually end. You're right. That one is still better than this one because there is an end. There is at least a point where things on the island wrap up and then it's just the typical sitcom. Things are going to be back together next week. So let's say Mo rescues them. It's not nearly as offensive as this stopping in the middle of the action and nothing. So it's similar. But this is still way worse. Yeah, it there's like at least in Das Bus, we we have resolution. The 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 you know the story in Das Bus is oh these kids are on the island who's eating the food, uh they they find out there's a pig, a uh, wild pig doing it, and then they survive by eating the pig. <laughs> and then yeah. and then you get the little blah 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 that you know James Earl Jones most saved them thing. This episode. No character resolution, no conflict resolution. Homer is a jerk for all of it. Family's barely in it. It's offensive. It's lazy. It's basically Homer being a combination of Elmer Fudd and Daffy Duck for the whole thing. I would, I would even not give him that much credit, Matt. This is well, sorry, it's them attempting for that. I would. This is. It's a mess. It is on. I don't even know how to. It's. This thing is this thing is not done. Throw it back in the oven. Like it needed heavy editing. This is this is it needs work on pace. Like this is and this is simple. This is not 
I, I'm not a genius for pointing this stuff out. Like, anyone could recognize this. This is why people stopped watching this show. Not because, oh, it's not funny anymore. It's because it's unwatchable. <laughs> it's like, the, the plots make, there's no, there, I, I, I hesitate to use the word plot. Because nothing, ha- like, it's just Homer becomes a missionary and then nonsense. Offensive nonsense at times, even. And there's no nothing meaningful. Like, I we mentioned Home Improvement and King of Queens. Those shows, and hey, let's say everybody loves Raymond. Those, t- those, those sitcoms that were running basically at this time. Home Improvement was ended, I think, at this point. But they succeeded because they understood story they understood resolution of conflict and 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 of climax of, and how that works and how yeah they follow a, a a very specific formula most of the sitcoms do which is a lot of people rag on for them but at least they understood like even sitcoms today the successful ones like your your big bang theories and and like they understand you introduce a a, a conflict you have some laughs, you have a little bit of character arc, you resolve the conflict, then you have a coda that returns us to the status quo. That is not complicated. It is simple, is, is, is so simple. You just follow that formula. And the Simpsons have abandoned it. They have abandoned simple, con- like, simple, the simplest, simplest ideas of how story works in any medium. Like, this is like... It's like I use this word a lot. It's baffling. I don't understand. Like these people, like these guys have worked on shows like this for years now. Some of these people, these guys have created and it's not like there's an entirely new. Some of these people like that have been directing or writing these episodes for years now and worked on good episodes. It's not like they forgot all this stuff, which is why I use the word lazy, because all they had to do was spend more time on it or throw it away. Those are your choices. When you have a bad script, when you have bad writing or a story that doesn't flow, doesn't have good pacing, doesn't have good character arc, you have two choices. You either edit it and make it good or you throw it away and you start over. They chose to do neither of those things and just put this out here. And this is when people were pointing at all the reasons The Simpsons failed over or why The Simpsons declined so rapidly. From being the best show ever to being middling at best, and in this case, terrible. Because <laughs> I would watch, I would watch every episode of King of Queens over this. I don't like that King of Queens. I think is like oh, yeah. a completely average sitcom in every way. It is like the it is the replacement level sitcom. But I'd watch any episode of King of Queens before I watch this episode again. And this is why people stopped watching The Simpsons. This. It is garbage. There's no excuse for it. You're making a television show that millions of people watch, millions of people love, and you're releasing this lazy, plotless, uncomfortable, frustrating mess. And the creators at the time, and still to this day, are like, oh, they any question about the decline of The Simpsons, they brush it off. They say, there's still tons of people who love the show. There are still good episodes of The Simpsons being made, not nearly as often as they used to, but I, I I find it laughable that they can look, they could watch this episode and not just dismiss it out of hand as garbage. It is bad. And like, like literally 
This is utter. This is my show. This is my notes for the ending. This is utter garbage. This show reaches a new low every week. <laughs> it really does. Do not watch this unless you are curious in how bad the show can get. Yes, I like. It's it's terrible. It's just there are like a couple laughs in it that make me go, oh, maybe Betty White is good in it. But that's it. And like they could have used Betty White in another episode that wasn't this. Like make an episode about television even. If like you're going to have PBS on there, like you made some like some solid jokes about television. Make it about television or make it about Homer being a bad missionary. But it's you don't there's no when you show Homer being the worst person and then there is no ending to the episode you know what that means matt what robbie it means that homer is just a bad person forever yep it's like you get a catchy song you know when you you ever listen to a catchy song and then you don't get to hear the ending and so it just stays in your head all day forever because the song never ended this is what this episode does homer is just bad forever and there's no ending to this. We don't know. We don't get an ending, and there never will be one. <sighs> yep. Help me, Matt. The show is like Clone High. The I'm show... still sad about that. I don't even. I don't. I don't understand that reference. You've never seen Clone High? Was I supposed to? I mean, it was an amazing cult classic from the early 2000s, and I suggest you look it up. Uh, but uh, yeah, it was great, and it ended after I think twelve or thirteen episodes on a huge cliffhanger, and they canceled it. So you know, I'm sure there's tons of fan fiction. You just go to one of those. Oh, I'm sure. No, they'll help you out. I'm sure. Uh, we will write this episode at the end of the show. So Matt, again, I don't think I need to ask the question, but I will say, is this episode broken? Oh my gosh, yes. Oh. This. This episode is broken in in almost every way it's possible for it to be broken. Well, and let us try and fix it. It's time for fix this oh, ep- boy. episode. No, you were right the first time with that quick fix idea. Let's see. Quick fix. Quick fix. Ah. So, Matt, what do we... Do? I was saying at the end and the wrap-up, I don't know how to fix this. This is... I, okay, here is my attempt... Toss out, the, the, okay. Here, cut, cut and paste the PBS part. Put it somewhere else. Put it aside. Keep that on your clipboard for later use, because it's not bad. But it mm-hmm. put it put it on the side. We'll put that in. We'll do it. Make a different episode with put Betty White in a better episode. She deserves better, of course. And then we start much earlier. Move at a faster pace with Homer going to the island. If, the, if it has we, to be, we find some. We find a better reason for him to go to the island. Essentially, I. It's not like, hey, he could still owe money, but you just so, hey, you have Fat Tony show up at the very beginning of the episode and say, "I need the ten. Where is the ten thousand dollars you owe me? My mother, oh, my, my, my 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 wife, she is constantly asking the money. Where is the money? Where is the home? Where is the Simpson money? You know, whatever. It's easy. He, he you don't. <laughs> doesn't have to be a seven minute intro into the plot you could just have it happen and we would accept it we know we know fat tony yes he wants money homer doesn't have it so he flees you could still do the thing where lovejoy sends him off whatever and then you have a normal character arc for him where he is an idiot and maybe he i would say you make him less offensive uh make the jokes not as dumb um you make things coherent uh this is me just shortcutting all this stuff because i don't it would take a lot of work. I understand that. 
Um, but you make him make mistakes, and but you make the mistakes out of ignorance, not out of simple like meanness. Like Homer yeah. is not so. I they make him like he's not human, and that like. It's, well, they make him that he's the most selfish person in the world and thinks he know but be- he knows better, which is kind of true. But Homer usually makes up for that at some point. I th- and I think you make it you make it work by just making that Lisa stand in a real character and don't let him call her Lisa Jr. Have Yardley Smith give her a slightly different voice and like get well we can still understand that she's a lisa stand-in because obviously but just have her be a little bit different have her have an actual character and she is the one like real lisa would do his lisa she would make him understand the problems of what he's doing maybe she would give him some insight about the missionaries that came before and we could get some actual discussion and nuance about missionary work a little bit this is presupposing that the writers could get away from jokes about flintstones animals and bible improv maybe like if they could get to that we could have something real homer realizes his mistake like it's a simple formula homer realizes his mistakes with the help of the the little girl and he makes up for it and he they and maybe give these people some agency. Like, all that happens in this episode is Homer doing things to them. Like, that's all. They have no agency at all. And if the show was good and smart, they would make that a plot point. But they clearly can't. Uh, they don't have the capability at this point. That's all I got. Homer, and he goes back to Springfield, and Fat Tony's still waiting there for him. And there's a joke about fat tony or something still be exactly it's just like the end of the dueling episode where homer goes back and they end up having to do whatever like uh, they end up actually having the duel and homer goes back and fat tony is like oh we sold your car yeah it's there that's that simple (laughs) fat tony's like yeah he's like here here's the six dollars extra we got here it is (laughs) (laughs) it's like we sold both your cars and rent out your house for the six months you were gone yeah so here's here's the six dollars in change or they just give him the extra money. He's like, we un- we accidentally entered a business agreement with your wife while you were while you were gone. Here is the extra pay. Goodbye. What he doesn't? There's so many ways you can get out of it with an actual ending. Like, oh my god. Oh, there you go, Matt. We fixed it. We did. We we fixed it to the bare minimum, and it's still a million times better. Uh, yeah. Um, like literally, you could write this as an episode and like no jokes in it if you just make it coherent it's already ten thousand times better like it literally could just be like a drama with no jokes and it still would be so much better than this um i think we can move on matt okie doke okay we can move on to our next segment it's time for comments from the news group okay here we are alt.nerd.obsessive Constant News Group is where I come through the old Alta TV News Group, see what people were talking about the week or two after an episode debuted, what they thought of the episode, and any other weird tidbits that came up in discussion on those old internet forums. They are still accessible on Google Groups if you want to look through them yourselves. The format of those Google Groups, not great for search. Um, and they don't have everything, unfortunately. They only have some stuff, and sometimes it's only replies to things. I don't 
I don't know how they how they archive that stuff. Um, so for some reviews, Matt, there's I have a I have a it overall it was average with varying reviews. I think some people liked it and some people didn't. So it's back to that kind of incredible disparity. Um, the first review is positive. Man, I haven't laughed so hard consistently through an episode in a long time. Though yet another wacky Homer adventure, there are a lot of great gags, great gags throughout this, and the twist ending is actually quite clever and incisive in its satire. Whew. They even remember to include the rest of the family in the plot as well. A plus. A plus. I, I, I don't even know what episode that person watched. This is how I felt last week with you guys, Matt. That's how I felt. That's like, I don't, I couldn't even, it's just like, you feel like you're in a But different... I feel like last week when we were talking about, we were, we were trying to like pan for, not, not gold, pan for lead, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> it was just garbage and we were panning for lead at best. And you were just like, no, no, it's all garbage. Which just, you weren't wrong, but we were trying to get something out of it. Throw some baby, throw, I, I throw the baby out with a bathwater, that's my opinion. <laughs> So, okay, but that's not the only... Here's, a, here's some more middling reviews. Say what you will about the ending. It worked for me. This story, sadly, uh, is the best of the season, only because it realized it couldn't finish itself in the time allotted. It acknowledged it in a unique sort of way. Fortunately, Bart's subplot could have been so much more than it was. In the beginning of the act, second act was lackluster. Very good first act, though, with an excellent slam of those annoying PBS grovel-a-thons. Homer did what every man has considered doing at some point by donating many just to shut them up. C+. I mean, that's the point of pledge drives, guys. It is that they're annoying yeah. you until also, you pay them. Who who watches PBS, especially live? <laughs> I mean, they have a great app you can stream from. I mean, in 2000, there was no choices. Matt. There was no know, there was I no know. Twitch streams of Bob Ross. I can't. I have to go to them to get what it, my my joy of painting fix. Uh, final review: absolute crap. The episode was completely ineligible. In in ineligible? I don't. Do they? I don't think that's whatever from the beginning to the end. The episode never ceased to be unfunny, unrealistic, and just plain annoying. Do shut up and Bart taking Homer's job were good, but hitherto, I don't think I've ever watched an episode in as much pain. D. Yep. I think that's, yeah, that represents us pretty well. I think I would give it an F, but uh, that's good enough. Um, also a lot of argument, empty arguments about why Homer is using the word Jeebus instead of the word Jesus. Wait, there was an argument over a stupid joke like that. Matt, come on now. You're not that I know, you're but there's so naive. many other things about which you could argue about the racistness of this <laughs> and like the stupidity and the whole concrete no, thing. No, there was, there's lots of stupid there, things I to think argue about. I would say that people were trying to make this smarter than it was. Um, which is what they were trying to do. Uh they were trying to make oh, maybe he was referencing this or referencing that. No, guys, it was literally they went, What's a funny way to say Jesus? We'll just make him say Jeebus instead. Because Homer, yeah. certainly, he can't remember the word Jesus. <sighs> like, that joke about Homer getting dumber every season, I don't want that to be true. I want that to be <laughs> oh, an exaggeration. Okay. That's, there's, there's also the uh, discussion about, um, what's that dude's name? Bob's, Bob Stupak. That's in there, too. Oh, yeah. yeah. People are smart. Um, we can move on to our next segment. It's time for the listener question of the week. Let's try one more number. <gasps> Yellow. KBBL is going to give me something stupid. Well, hot dog, we have a wiener. Yellow. Our listener question of the week this week is, what is your favorite Flanders quote? 
Obviously, tons of great responses. Appreciate everyone who takes the time. Answer. First from Chris. Bam! Take that prune face. Now I'm prune face. Take that dick, Tracy. Now I'm prune, Tracy. Take that dick. <laughs> uh, Joe. Well, if it's in it, well, if it's in it, well, if it, oh, oof, okay. Well, if it isn't Lisa Simpson Springfield's answer to a question no one asked. Ooh, burn on Lisa. Yeah, I mean, it's fair. Fair at times. From Alistair, what can I do? Diddly do, diddly do, diddly, 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 gaba, gaba, hey! It's a mysterious voyage of Homer. I like it. Joseph, it's almost like I'm wearing nothing at all. Nothing at all. Uh, from Lauren. Uh, Todd saying, I wish Homer was my father. Ned's response. And I wish you didn't have the devil's curly hair. Ooh, ouch. Uh, so it's hilarious to me because the first time I watched the movie was with my brother who also has curly hair. <laughs> the devil's curly hair. Uh, Daniel, it's a Flanders sandwich with good neighbor bread. Aw. I like Flanders corniness at times. Uh, Matthew, well, I can't say for sure, but as a Christian, I assume the worst. Uh, I'm a pastor, so I can laugh at this. They're funny because they're true statements. Uh, from Brian, uh, Rex, Rex Banner, are you the beer baron? If you mean root beer, I plead guiltily <laughs> ilty as chardly arged. He's not the baron, but he sounds drunk. <laughs> uh, James, oh, I'd put rocks in your pocket and walk out to sea for it before I let that happen. Oh my god, I forgot. That was a real quote. Uh, Nick, I'll have a Shirley. No, a virgin. No, a children's. Oh, what the heck? You only live once. Give me a white wine spritzer, spritzer, your spritzer. He 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 said this. He repeated he's, spritzer he's twelve yet, times. Yeah. Uh, Joe, now calm down. Diddly 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 diddly. They did their best. Shadily diddly diddly diddly. Gotta be nice. Hostility diddly diddly diddly. Oh hell, diddly ding dong crap. Can't you morons do anything right? I appreciate the dedication of all the right, all the diddlies. Uh, Lauren at Elklamid Eight. Godspeed, little doodle. Uh, Brandon at Funny Film Fam. I've done everything the Bible says, even the stuff that contradicts the other stuff. Uh, Alex, okay, whatever, man. I can't. It's a geo. Uh, <laughs> Spike at your apocalypse. Gotta love his phone calls to love joy. I, I think I may be coveting my own wife. I'm meek, but I could probably stand to be meeker. Uh, Riley at Riley Finnegan 1. 8.45. Here I am yakking away like it's 8.35. Uh, John at JSY Cowboy, even the good book can't help me now. Why not? So I sold it to you for seven cents. Uh, Lambo Cop at Lambo Cop. And as for you, I don't know you, but I'm sure you're a jerk. <laughs> oh, I love the Hurricane Nettie. Uh, wide right and blue at Wide right and blue. His entire rap of this hydro mill always cracks me up. His enthusiasm, cadence, oh, yeah. and delivery are all perfect. Uh, Tim at CubbyFan522. As the tree said to the lumberjack, I'm stumped. I, again, just charming Ned corniness. Uh, Dan at Fuzzy Bake at 27. Sometimes, God bless her, she underlines passages in my Bible because she can't find hers. Remember not, remember Maud, Matt? Oh, Maud, back remember, when she had her regular uh, voice. When, when she was, yeah, when she was real and alive. And finally, from Kathleen, best Ned Flanders quote has to be have done everything the Bible says, even the stuff that contradicts the other stuff. Definitely a layered line that only the writers of the classic Simpsons episodes could craft in his own moment of desperation. Even Ned acknowledges the sometimes inconsistent rhetoric of religion. Matt, what is your answer? Why, nothing at all. Nothing at all. Nothing at all. 
<laughs> I'm still, it still sticks in my head from time to time. I'm 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 gonna say hell diddly ding dong crap. Yep. I, it's just it makes me laugh. Uh, frankly, it just makes me laugh every time Homer and Flanders breaking down and going crazy in front of the old town. Uh, it always works for me. Uh, next week's question: What is your favorite religion-related gag? That is physical or spoken? Doesn't there's no no take it as you will. You guys usually interpret it very well. That's next week's question. I'll post it on social media, facebook.com slash the Simpson Show Pod, Twitter at Simpson Show Pod. You can email us at SimpsonShowPod at gmail.com. Uh, next up, Matt, it is time for the No Google Sherry Challenge. I am too smart. I am too smart. SMRT. I mean, SMART. The No Google Trivia Challenge is where Matt and I each challenge each other with three trivia questions one easy, one medium, and one hard, and try and stop the other. I have, let's check this here. I have a eight point lead. On Matt, so far, so far, so far. Um, give me an easy question, man. All right, so your easy question today: what, Who ends up being the dustiest person when Marge impersonates the leader in Joy of Sect? Oh God, what is with your easy questions that are so weird? You can't just ask. Me, you just can't. You can't ask me. You know, like who impersonates the leader in Joy of Sect? Can't give me that one. Guys, nah, uh, you guys, may so. ask me about dirt. Um. Yep. I know Mo is like, oh, he's covered. He's got the the leader's dirt on him, or something, and he's jealous. But I can't quite remember who actually is dirty. Um, teacher's pet. He calls him right. I think Mo calls him teacher's pet. Whoever it is. Yeah. Um. I don't. I don't know. I can guess a name. Who would it be? Just, just, just give me a name. Any I name. I, calm down, Matt. I'm trying to think. Mm-hmm. I'm not. I gotta. Th- it's Skinner. I'm sorry. It's Sideshow Mel. Sideshow Mel. I'm dustier, dustier than thou. I don't. This is what's happening, Matt. I'm watching these new bad episodes, and the old all my knowledge just goes away. There's only so much room, my brain, and it's pushing out the it's pushing out my knowledge. All right, Matt. Well, here is that'll make here's, it easier for me to win. Here's an easy question for you, Matt, and actually an easy question. Oh, okay. Homer's half brother owns what company? Powell Motors. See, see how easy that was for me, but I feel like that'd be pretty tough for uh, it would, most. Would of it our... be? Would it be easy for me? I my hmm. easy question is a me is a question I, I every every week. Your easy question is one I know, so I know you'll get it. Fair enough. What's my medium question? All right, your medium question. What makes the sound of the hover bikes? Oh, that is uh, a comb with a little piece of paper. They blow through. You wouldn't know that one. I know that. That's thanks for. Again, I guess I'd rather have the two than the one. So I'll take it. All right. Your medium question: What are the features of the Homer that make it different than a normal car? (laughs) I mean, it's got two bubble domes, separate front and back. Uh, It's got tail fins. It's got that little ball at the top, uh, so you can find your car. Uh, It's got humongous cup holders. Uh, and uh, when you hit the horn, it plays La Cucaracha. I'm going to give you a choice right now, Matt. Okay. You can either take a point, or I can tell you how many things you're missing, and you can try and go for all your points. Um, tell me what I'm missing. You're missing one thing. One thing. Oh, man. Oh, is it the restraints in the rear for the kids? I I mean, I didn't. That's I included that in the domes. So oh, this okay. is a, it's a different one thing. Homer. 
Oh, he wants a, a horn here, here, and here. You can never find a horn when you're mad. I also, when you say the horn that plays the cucaracha, I, oh, man, I okay, credit for that. This is a, again a different one thing. You're just going into greater detail in the. I mean, I I feel like those are different things, but okay. Well, uh, Matt, you get extra. You're doing great job. You're still missing the one thing. <laughs> okay, is it the lots of power because all the other cars are wimpy? Sure, I get. I I again. I don't really consider that different than other cars, even though the episode okay, okay. the episode does make a false. I think the episode kind of makes a false dichotomy about american cars because yeah. there's plenty of american cars that have loud motors um again a different one thing i'm giving you this because i'm giving you this these these this these hints because you went for all yeah yeah it doesn't have rack and peanut steering <laughs> it doesn't doesn't have rack and peanut steering uh come on man i need an answer i uh, hey 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 i didn't rush you i mean i did but then it told me to go away so the oh man what is this gotta put some pressure on you Tail fins, bubble domes, little thing on the the antenna. I got nothing. That's I can't. That's everything I can remember from that episode. They talk about that car a lot. Shag carpeting. Shag carpeting. How come I don't remember that? Homer says it. He's like all the best things: bubble domes. Oh, things shag... that never go out of style, like yeah. bubble domes and shag, shag carpeting. Okay, now I remember. Yep. I don't know how a car can have shag carpeting, but I'm sure they found a way. I mean. I... You can have cars. I've seen it. I've been in cars with shag carpeting. It's awful. Really? Oh, God. Yep. Cars shouldn't even have carpeting. Carpeting is a terrible thing to put in a car. I, I not saying that's I'm not saying you're wrong, man. I'm just saying that some people are dumb. Yeah. What's my hard question? All right. Your hard question. What was the name of the planet the movementarians were supposed to end up on? Blistonia. Oh, man. I really messed up these questions this week. <laughs> What, okay, you ready for your hard question, man? Yeah. What is the address of the Shelbyville orphanage that Herb grew up in? What? Your <laughs> questions are ludicrous at best. It's hard. Is this a hard question? It's an impossible question. It's not impossible. It's it, it's in the episode. You should have led with Blistonia and asked last the question about the dirt man. I guess so, man. Um... I don't know. Um, 22 Fake Street. <laughs> it's not that far off from that. It's 2148 Central Avenue. Okay, sure. It is. It is. Homer has a piece of paper. It has the address on it. He shows up there and it's gone and he's sad. And then the guy who's at like a gas station next door is like, it's across the street. Or oh, they, okay. they moved it across the street. I'm not. It's a hard question, man. It is a practically impossible question, but sure. I call it hard if you want. I mean, do you want to institute extra hard? <laughs> no, but I feel like even if I'd gotten that, I should just automatically win the season. <laughs> Matt, there is questions I've asked you that I thought they're like so ridiculously hard. There's no way you get them. And then you are immediately you have them at the tip of your tongue. We, you need to go listen to go listen to I'm going to you should start going through these these episodes where you've gotten like six, six, like when you get all your points. There's literally Lisa's wedding, Matt. You got 14 points in Lisa's wedding. <laughs> How was that possible? Because we had a guest. Oh, okay. You also got 14 points in King Size Homer. Like, don't tell me. 
I think you've just adapted. You figured out what questions I'm bad at, which is ones that require me to look at the screen when nothing is going on. And you've decided to make all your hard questions that until the end of time. It's not all that always that. It's just sometimes that because I know it's just ninety percent of the time that now. Also, apparently, I don't know what things you remember from episodes. See, that's the that's the true trick. You just gotta me. I'm just getting better, man. It's it took seven mm-hmm. years. It took seven seasons, but I finally started to improve. Yeah. Don't tell anyone that I don't get better. It just takes me a long time. <laughs> Missionary Impossible. So I have a twelve point lead. Matt, Matt, I do have some bonus questions from you. You're, Great. You, you, these are all about Itchy and Scratchy. These are from John. Sent us a whole bunch of new questions. You ready? Sure. What was the name of the first cartoon Scratchy fe- was featured in? I mean, the one they claimed or the one, the actual one? I don't remember. <laughs> okay. Give me the uh, answer you think is right. <laughs> I'm going to say uh, that happy cat. That is correct. At least that's the answer okay. here. Uh, who's the voice actor of Itchy and Scratchy? Uh, oh, June Bellamy. Correct. What is special about the episode Burning Down the Mouse? From oh, is that the one where the, uh, Itch, the Scratchy finally kills Itchy? That is, yes, that is correct. Okay. Turn it back on, turn it back on! Oh, which, which? The, the rock tumbler? The rock tumbler, the TV. The, the, the TV, TV, the TV! TV. What percentage of Itchy the Scratchy... Oh, okay. What percentage of the Itchy and Scratchy movie is new footage? Uh, 51%. 53%. Very close. Oh, 53%. Whew. How many times combined have Nelson and Milhouse seen the Itchy and Scratchy movie? Oh, uh, 30. That is correct. All right. Good job. Who wrote Itchy and Scratchy the movie, the novel? Oh, uh, Norman Mailer? That is correct. Good job, man. You only got a couple wrong. Fortunately, Whew. fortunately, it doesn't get you any extra points. Oh, nerds. I know. It's a tragedy. We can move on. To our final segment, the segment we end every single episode with is time for best episode ever. Best episode ever. Best episode ever is part of Show Man. I rank the episodes categorically, watch them chronologically, eventually compiling a list of every episode ever and how good they are. Or not. Or not. Let's go right down to the bottom of the list. Uh, I was about to say, I was like, I'm looking, I, I'm trying to decide whether this is worse than When You Ditch Upon a Star. I'm pretty sure it is. It really comes down to is it worse than Star Galactica? It's worse than when you dish upon a star. You're absolutely there's no yeah. doubt, no doubt in my mind if it's worse than that. Um, hmm. This is worse than South Star Galactica. You think so? I think so. I can't. I like. I try to think back to. This. I think. I mean, South Star Galactica was only two episodes ago, so it's very fresh in our minds. But the core of the plot of South Star Galactica makes like sense. Like as long as you. As long as you can get past the conceit that Furious D is like a character, like Homer is a character, um, and like it largely follows that, it follows that like the elf stuff is terrible, and the episode itself is totally inconsistent. Like all of season eleven is so many problems um, that are go well past just this very specific episode. But Sour Galactica is not on top of all the messiness and stuff. It is not grossly offensive there isn't a casino called the lucky savage in saddle sword galactica saddle sword galactica ends yeah but but there are elves in saddle sword galactica robbie i i can i will at, 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 when we're down here at the bottom of the list Matt, the question i often ask myself is which would i rather watch again 
And I'd rather <laughs> That's a good I'd point. rather watch Star Galactica than watch this. I don't want to ever see this episode again. I don't want either we'll see either of them again, but I don't want to watch this episode ever again in my life. It is so terrible. Fair enough. I'm I'm guessing you don't disagree. No, not at all. Like like I said, when I thought of the worst episode ever, I thought of this episode. Yeah, I mean, like I again, that's simply my memory. Um it is only I my the episode I remember being worse is only slightly better than this episode. <laughs> <laughs> By a slim margin, it is better than this atrocity. Yep. Um so, that's that was easy. Missionary Impossible, the worst episode ever, at least so far. On uh, no, it's number two twenty-seven on our list, the very bottom of the list, number one on our list is still Homer's enemy. Uh, it, it will not see a challenger to that throne, if ever, for a very long time. Uh, our next episode is we have we mentioned already Pigmolian, which is I my memory of it is that it is it, it pleasant. So I hope it is. I really I can't do this every week like this pat these past month or so matt is testing me i mean let's see how many more episodes this is episode 15 of the season so there's another seven to go before we get to uh season 12 and as i recall season 12 starts a a minor uptick so hopefully we can last that long the africa episode is next season matt okay but most of the episodes are bad <laughs> yeah 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 um Pigmalion next week. That'll do it for us today. Before we go, you can find us at our website, simpsonshow.com. Links to everything there, to our Facebook, to our Twitter, to our RSS feed. Link to our Patreon if you want to help the show out. Throw us a couple dollars, help uh, hosting costs, and other overhead. We obviously appreciate it. Um, the show is ad-free. It will remain that way. Um, you can find me online on Twitter, at Robbie Dorman. Please check out my other podcast, The Handsome Boys Comics Hour. It's about comic books. And uh, my other podcast, The Serial Fanaticist. So lots of different nerdy things. Uh, most recent episode is me and Matt talking about The Two Towers uh, by Tolkien, uh, Lord of the Rings. More nerdy fantasy, uh, fantasy epic talk that somehow devolves yep. into us talking about if Aragorn is a bro. I steadfastly maintain that he is. He's Him, not. Legolas, and Gim Gimli, total bros. No. The good kind, but total bros. No, Aragorn is a most half bro. And, and Gimli's a bro. Elves are not bros. Legolas is a total bro. He's a new breed of bro. I don't know if you've known this, no. but bros have changed in the last 10 years. I, well, I, elves are basically angels in Lord of the Rings, Matt. Angels are not bros. Okay, that's true, but what if an angel came to earth because there was a dwarf and he was like, you know what? You're cool. I'm going to hang out. Legolas is Tyrael from Diablo. That's what he is. He's like, I'm coming down to earth because these guys are so cool. I don't remember that happening in Diablo. I don't remember Tyrael going, you know what? You guys are cool. I'll come and fight monsters. Well, I mean, he gave up his angeldom. Maybe. Did you play Diablo three. Yeah, I played Diablo three. There's a plot in Diablo three. Yeah, the, 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 there's a thing you find in the ground, and oh, turns out it's Tyrael because he gave up being an angel. Diablo 3 is about getting those numbers bigger, Matt. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, it's true. I, but I, I need to make that number. I need to, oh, I did more damage this time than last time. I succeeded. I win. I win Diablo. Mm -hmm. And it, the best part about Diablo 3 is it just keeps happening. You can just keep doing that for almost that forever. Make those numbers get bigger and bigger and bigger. That's the best part. No? Okay.
Mm-hmm. Next time Matt and I do it in Zero Finesse, it's about be it'll be about it will be about Diablo. No, it won't. It'll be. It's oh, gonna, God. We're, no, we're not. We're going to do Return of the King. Um, Matt does not participate in social media unless there's a certain level of Patreon back here. You will not find him. That's true. Uh, this week, after the horribleness that was this episode, I am going into seclusion into my own mind. Don't bother contacting me. I will probably just, you know, take me a week or so to get out of it and to be non-catatonic after I, you know, hang up with Robbie here. With that, folks, we'll call it a day. I'm Robbie. And I'm Matt. Keep watching The Simpsons. Shh.